Forget frequently asked questions. Common sense. Common knowledge. Or Google. How about advice from a real genius? 95% of people in any profession are good enough to be qualified and licensed. 5% go above and beyond. They become very good at what they do. But only 0.1% are real geniuses. Richard Jacobs has made it his life's mission to find them for you. He hunts down and interviews geniuses in every field. Sleep science, cancer, stem cells, ketogenic diets, and more. Here come the geniuses. This is the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Hello, this is Richard Jacobs with the Finding Genius Podcast. Um, I guess today is Cheryl Meyer. She um, She's an award-winning author, health coach, a speaker, and an expert on toxins. Uh, she has a, a website called Health Muse, M-U-S-E, and the website is uh, CherylMHealthMuse.com. We're going to be talking about uh, her journey personally and how she overcome some uh, some health issues she's had and now how she helps others and uh, is really passionate about what she does. So, Cheryl, thanks for coming. How are you doing? I'm great, and thank you, Richard, for having me. Well, good. If, if you don't mind, maybe uh, just start out and tell me about your health journey yourself, if that's okay with you. Absolutely. I'm going to start by telling you I'm 71, and today I feel better <laughs> than I did in my 50s. But this has not been an easy path. I had my own business. I designed and manufactured jewelry in China. And I sold it to the big box retailers like Kohl's and Macy's. Um, And I wasn't paying attention to my body. And it was trying to tell me that my toxic load was building up and was going to topple over the top if I didn't pay attention. And I didn't pay attention until the two by four came down on my head. I woke up one morning and my tongue and my lips and my eyes were almost swollen shut and I still didn't pay attention until I woke up and I couldn't get out of bed because everything hurt. And my conventional doctor had no clue what was wrong with me, which by the way, I had autoimmune disease and that's not unusual. I meet people Mm. all the time who have similar situations and similar doctors who it's hard to detect And so they don't know that that's what's gone wrong with the body. I ran tests, I think, with my conventional doctor five times. She finally called me and told me nothing was wrong with me, but she was going to give me steroids and that I should seek mental therapy because otherwise I'd be on the steroids the rest of my life. None of it made sense. So I decided I wasn't going to live a life of pain and pills. I dug in. I had a well Um, versed staff and I turned my business over to them and I started researching and I tripped into what's called the functional medicine community which are real doctors but they've got an additional education past their MD education. Um, A year later I finally found my own functional doctor. She graduated from Yale but most functional doctors got sick and couldn't help themselves. So they went back for additional courses and certification from the Institute of Functional Medicine. And honest to God. Oh, oh, oh. Quick, quick question there. So yeah, that's the story of a lot of functional doctors is that these people were traditional doctors. They got sick. They couldn't help themselves. And then they became functional doctors to help themselves first. Yep. And I listened to 19 different symposiums that had multiple doctors they all had the same story and they kept talking about leaky gut and i kept going what the heck is leaky gut and they kept talking about the fact that it sounded like i had autoimmune disease because i didn't even know what it was looking for when i started researching 
And it ended up, I did have leaky gut and I did have autoimmune disease, but I figured out there were two things I could do for myself right away without waiting while I was looking for somebody who was functional that might be able to help me. I could eliminate toxins in my life and I could lower my stress. I always knew I had a lot of stress. Even friends had set me down to try to get me not to have so much stress because it cum accumulates. But I thought it was good for me. I thought it was helping me get more done in my business. And honest to God, the tiger almost caught me because my cortisol was almost down to nothing by the time I started paying attention to it. And the whole stress function was there in our paleo days so that we could respond to danger. We're not responding to danger anymore. So we have to learn to control it. Um, and then I started digging into to where were the toxins. And I found a database called EWG, the Environmental Working Group. And literally, they have given a rating to hundreds of thousands of ingredients of everyday products in our lives. And I was appalled because practically everything I looked up was toxic starting right with my makeup, which was a nine on a 10 point scale. So all those toxins were going right through my skin. The food I was eating was toxic. The house cleaning things I was using were highly toxic. The things I was spraying in the air to make it smell better were toxic. My perfume was toxic. So I made a decision that one by one, I was gonna find lower toxic items because one of the recommendations was to lower my toxic load. And so I systematically set out to remove all of the really highly toxic items in my life. I just didn't know there were gonna be so many. It took me five years and I eliminated hundreds of items. And through this whole process, about at year three was when I found the functional doctor. She ran totally different tests than my conventional doctor. So between what I did and what my convention, my functional doctor did for me, today, um, I have no pain. And that was a process. And by the end of the fifth year, I was starting to have only pain during what's called flares, which is something that people with autoimmune get when you're feeling pretty good and then you eat something that doesn't agree with you or you come across a toxic product that doesn't agree with you and you suddenly get all your symptoms back that you thought you were past. Well, I, when I get a flare now, I blow up like a balloon. I can gain seven pounds overnight, but I no longer get pain and that's enormous. And most people with autoimmune disease can't say that. So it's been worth it. So, okay. Good question. Yeah, what, what were some of the things that were happening with you? You kind of very quickly alluded to them, but what um, when you were sick, you said it was autoimmune and leaky gut. What were some of the symptoms that you had and, and how common are they? Um, I actually have a blog on my website, which I recommend that everybody goes and reads called 20 Hidden Signs You're Not As Healthy As You Think. These were the things that I didn't know they meant I had extreme inflammation. And they're simple things sometimes. When I got up in the morning and I looked in the mirror, some days I had kind of pretty days and other days I was all puffy. Well, all puffy was inflammation and I didn't know that. There were mornings when I got up and I was more exhausted than when I went to bed at night. That's chronic fatigue. That's a symptom of autoimmune disease. I didn't know that's what that was. I had brain fog when I got up in the morning. 
which means that my brain was kind of like mud and I had to sort of work through that and it would take one, two or three cups of coffee to get myself working again. That's inflammation and that's autoimmune disease. Um, products started bothering me. It ended up, I took a sensitivity test with my functional doctor and I had 18 foods that caused sensitivities and all of those created leaky gut. And they were things that were like mint and sage. Um, they were foods that my body overreacted to and each of us has different ones if we have sensitivities. So it's not something, and um, conventional doctors don't even think that there are sensitivities. They believe in allergies, they don't believe in sensitivities. The difference is an allergy is like peanuts, you eat it and you react immediately and it could potentially kill you. A sensitivity starts a slow burn. And so it starts to create the little holes in your gut that make it leaky so that you aren't digesting your food down to the right particle size. And these sensitivities are causing the little holes so that these two large particles go into your blood and your body does exactly what it's been built to do. It screams foreigner because it doesn't know what it is. And then your body attacks itself when you have autoimmune disease. So these 18 foods were causing my body to attack myself. And the body's really interesting. If I were young, I'd go back and become a, bi a biochemist. Your body will attack you wherever you're weak. So for me, it was my muscles and my joints. For somebody else, it might be their thyroid and become Hashimoto's or Graves' disease. For someone else, it might be their skin and become psoriasis or eczema. For someone else, it might be their lower gut and become IBS. Somebody else might start to get dementia. All of these are signs of dementia. And it starts with leaky gut in functional medicine philosophy so that if you can heal your gut, so you eliminate your stress, you eliminate the things that are causing you sensitivities, you eliminate sugar, which is not good for your body and impacts every organ in your body. So you at least cut your sugar amount way down. And as you start to do these things and your gut begins to heal, you return to relative wellness, which, and you lower your inflammation dramatically. And that's what autoimmune is all about. I just, I wrote a book about all of this that's now won 13 awards, but I just published a revise of it because now I'm three years away from writing the book. And I now understand that cancer and heart disease are all part of the same syndrome. It's all connected to inflammation. And it's something that we cannot control completely on our own, but we can certainly do things that will improve our possibility of feeling good because it all starts with food and we are what we eat. And I was eating so, um, all kinds of processed food and junk food. So none of, none of that anymore. Now I eat real food. You, you, mentioned, uh, you mentioned that the testing that your traditional doctor did didn't show anything. What was, what was different about the testing that the functional medicine doctor did? I guess it was food sensitivities, but what else? Right. And it's a totally different test. The conventional test put tape down my back. And the only thing that I showed I was allergic to was the tape that held the test on my back. The sensitivity test is a different test. And it um, looks for certain things that are in your blood that are part of the, I think, IG family. 
And they're the things that your body reacts to. They don't kill me. Um, I guess they could kill me if the inflammation became bad enough, but it wasn't an allergy. It's a different test. And you can get one done through two different labs. I love the one from Genova, which is the one my functional doctor gave me. But if you don't have a doctor who will order it for you, there's now a test you can order for yourself from Meridian Valley in Seattle. And you pay them, you prick your finger, they send you a kit, you prick your finger, you send it to them, and then you get one hour with their doctor explaining how to use the information and what to avoid in your diet or in your life that's making you have the sensitivities that you're having. So I recommend eliminating my sensitivities was my first major step back to a pain-free life. It made an enormous difference. So I now call those 18 foods my kryptonite because they really make me sick. And if I avoid them, I'm in much better shape to live a normal life with health. What was the, the toughest food out of them that you were really surprised about that you were sensitive to? Um, there were two. The first one was chicken. I used to eat so much chicken, I joked that I was going to cluck. Well, because I ate it all the time and it was leaking through into my blood, sensitivity builds up over time. And so eventually my body simply could not tolerate it. So if I go anywhere near chicken now, I react, I get pain in my joints and in my muscles. The second one is one that I really miss and that's cheese. Um, and it doesn't matter if it's cow cheese or goat cheese or sheep cheese, I really miss my cheese and it makes me react, excuse me, almost instantly. I have to stay away from all dairy, but I don't mind giving up the milk the same way that I mind giving up the cheese. And it's the milk solids in the milk that cause the sensitivity. So I use ghee as one of my oils, which comes from butter, but all the milk solids have been removed. And so I get all the goodness of the CLA fats that are in the ghee without any of the problems of the sensitivity to, to dairy. Makes sense. Okay. And then, um, so how mentally have you done this? Because I could see there's a couple of points in what you said where people would have trouble. Like if you, you did so much and then you have a flare up and I could see a lot of people saying, uh, I guess, you know, I'm just never going to get better. Cause look, I had a flare up now I give up or, you know, what's the point of doing all this when, when this will happen again? I mean, do you have people you consult with that feel like that? Or have you felt like that? Like how oh, do you yeah. keep and on the, I, the wagon? I'm a speaker. So when I go out and talk to groups, um, I get all kinds of, things said to me about why they can't do this. And you can. Um, yeah, you will have flares, but it's so much better to be dealing with a short period of time where you have your pain than it is to be dealing with pain every morning when you wake up and brain fog and um, being exhausted um, from chronic fatigue, all the symptoms that come with the early stages of autoimmune. And I was lucky because I caught it early. So mine didn't get really complicated into things like lupus or MS, which then is a much bigger body system failure. So it's worth it. Whether you get a full lowering of inflammation and still have flares or not, you get many days that are healthy and that's worth it. Um, I got to the point where I don't have the same pain reaction to flare. 
And so it's worth it. It's a mental state. And I started off, my mother had a really rare disease, and I did a lot of research on it. It was called multiple system atrophy. And there were really no doctors who understood what she was going through. And I actually got into the internet and read journals so that I could have intelligent conversations with her doctors. So when I started researching for myself, I knew that I could find things that would help me. I didn't know what I was looking for, but I knew I could find things that could help me. So I set off from the beginning thinking that I was going to find solutions for my body because I, I did not want to live that way. And if you sort of take this on from that point of view, then you are way ahead of the game. Um, the other thing that I get when I go out and I speak is people who do not have any of the inflammation symptoms yet come up to me and say, I don't need this because I'm not sick. And unfortunately, it can take as long as 20 years for inflammation to build up to topple over the top into toxic load. So everybody needs this information. I have become convinced that this is what's wrong with our healthcare system because we're not dealing with eating quality food. We're eating junk. We're eating synthetic ingredients. We're not giving our body anything that it can rebuild cells with. And so eventually it's going to get to your body. And there's a study out right now by National Geographic called the Blue Zone Study. Have you heard of this? They're the five the blue zones, uh, places where people areas. seem to live long. Right. They're the five areas in the world where people live the longest. And believe it or not, there are 10 things in common that all these zones have that are pretty much what I talk about, except I go down to the nitty gritty of where the toxins were in my life. And it's important to understand it because I want to grow old and not have dementia. And so living clean and following the guidelines of the blue zones or following the guidelines in my book, they're worth it whether you're sick or not. Um, they just rolled out another several areas that are living by the blue zone um, directives. And there are places like uh, Manhattan Beach, California, and there's a little tiny town in, Minneapolis, in the Minnesota area. They're all following the same things. They're eating real food. They're eating nutrients. They're, not, they're eating organic. They don't want toxins with their vegetables and their fruit. They're not eating processed food or fast food. Those are all the same things I learned I needed to do to return to relative health. And they, get, they walk, um, they eat in community, and community is a really important aspect of health. Mm. Uh, they support each other. It's, it's really, it's a wonderful study and it's worth it. And I have a chapter in both my first and my second book that's about to be published talking about what all the findings are because I directed that chapter to people who today are healthy. Because if you don't pay attention to this tomorrow, you may not be. But if you are yeah, on some kind of chronic illness, this is even more important. Yeah, I've noticed, like, you know, I'm in my 40s. I've noticed, um, you know, when I was in my 20s, it seemed like I could eat anything. And more and more now, there's places and things we used to eat that, you know, my wife and I can't eat. So you have to, like, get your head around that. You know, you think, oh, well, maybe that's what happens when you, quote, unquote, get old. But then I realized, like... Uh, you know, how do we ever eat that food in the first place? And right. now it affects us more and more badly. But before you just eat it, it was totally fine. So I don't, 
Is that a common experience? To your body. Yes. Actually, you're a millennial, right? No, I'm, old. I'm Generation X. You're I was generation born in like 75, so yeah. Okay. Um, the new statistic about millennials is that they make it to 28 and then their health begins to reverse. Hmm. It, it's even worse for your generation. Um, boomers, like me, they don't want to do it because they don't want to give up all this stuff and be deprived. But if you start paying attention to what you're putting into your body, and there are toxins in a lot of places other than food, but if you just start by giving your body nutrients and you're careful about what you eat, you won't have to go there. And you're reacting to those foods and those restaurants because your toxic load has started to build up and your body isn't accepting them in the same way that it used to. And that's the first sign that's the first red flag that you have to start paying attention. Mm. So what, what other common anecdotes do you get from people as they're going through uh, their, their own uh, health journeys and they're, you know, they're, they're having issues? Yeah, well, a lot of it is I don't need it, and yeah, they do. I'm worried because 53% of our children have chronic illness already. So I really try to get to mothers because how they feed their children um, is really important and you can do it until they go to school and then they're influenced by other children and it becomes more complicated. But if you make your child a little ranger to go out there and talk about eating healthy, it gives them the mindset to overcome what's going on everywhere else. Um, the big thing with, with people who are boomers is they think that it's natural to have pain and to be on pills. And they're all looking for the magic pill. And guess what? There isn't a magic pill. Our doctors have not been trained to be proactive, they are reactive. So when you go to see them, they hear the first symptom come out of your mouth and then they match a pill to it. And the pill doesn't cure what the symptom was, but it might lower it so it's not as noticeable. But the key is to go back to what caused it in the first place, which generally starts with eating real food and not eating a bunch of synthetic ingredients that are fake food. They aren't giving your body anything. I think the most interesting thing that I learned is my body really wanted to heal. I just wasn't giving it anything to do that. And when I started eating real food and I started paying attention to what my body was telling me, I could feel the difference. So one of the things I tell people when I talk is I want you to look in the mirror every morning and ask your body, how do you feel? Because if you're not feeling great, you need to start making changes now so that you are. And your body will tell you. When I eliminated all those sensitivities, I couldn't believe the difference in terms of how good my body felt. It didn't cure all my ills, but it was night and day from how I was feeling to how I started feeling. And it was that simple. How, how long does it, uh, you know, when you coach people or you get, uh, again, stories from them, how long do they, does it take them to start feeling different? Like, What's the first month look like, let's say? It really depends on how much they want to do how quickly. Um, I have a client that I'm coaching right now who came to me because her doctor wanted to put her on really heavy medication for fatty liver. And she didn't want to go on a heavy medication. And she was motivated. So we only had a month. And I didn't think that we would make enough progress in the one month that we had. But when she got her new liver tests taken, 
she showed enough improvement that it gave us a whole year to get her the rest of the way. You can make changes that will impact your body fairly quickly. But if you're not willing to start to eat all the colors of the rainbow, and if you're not willing to eliminate the fruits and the vegetables that have the most toxins on them, which EWG puts out every year on a list called the Dirty Dozen and the Clean 15. The Dirty Dozen has so many toxins on it. You really don't need a healthy dose of poison when you eat those vegetables. But the Clean 15, you can buy whether it's organic or not. But you at least have to spend money organic on the ones that are dirty. And if you do that and you eat all the colors of the rainbow, your body will start to celebrate. And if you pay attention to it, it will tell you fairly quickly that your body is changing. People see differences in their skin pretty quickly. Um, the client that I had with her liver, the first thing she did, and it wasn't easy, was she gave up drink drinking Diet Coke, which was huge because all those chemicals, they're good for cleaning the chrome on the bumper of your car, but they're not good for the inside of your body. And she, it wasn't easy. And she would nod in with me every other day and tell me she was on so many days of no diet Coke, but she did it. And that probably more than anything helped her and make improvements in the function of her liver. And our liver is really important because all the toxins in our body that go in come out through the liver almost first. The liver is the main place that gets them out of our body. They also come out of our kidneys and out of our skin, but the liver processes them all. So it's critical that we take really good care of our liver. And you do that by eating right um, and by not eating the chemicals. And the blue, yellow, and pink packet of fake sugars are as bad, if not worse, than real sugar which is as addictive as cocaine and heroin. And so it's a little bit of a jolt to the body to give them up because you're gonna go through withdrawal. But it only takes maybe three weeks and you come out the other end. And one of the big advantages of giving up any of the sugars is they muck around with our hormones that regulate our appetite. So if you go through the sugar detox and you come out the other end, you're not hungry all the time anymore. And you're not craving sugar all the time anymore. I mm. used to think I had a problem with willpower because I'd eat a big Thanksgiving dinner and then I'd be in the kitchen rooting around looking for something else to put in my mouth. I didn't have a problem with willpower. I had an addiction to sugar. And breaking that is huge because it, it doesn't call your name anymore. Yeah, I'd be in the living room and the ice cream in the freezer would be skating Cheryl. Come eat. <laughs> you know, I don't go through that anymore. Do you, do you have um, hard cases where it seems like they're doing what you're telling them, but uh, they're not getting results? Um, yes, but then we talk about what they're really doing. If that starts to happen, then I have them do things like keep a food journal for me so that I can see what they're eating. Um, one of the concepts that's not easy to understand is that each color of the whole food family, whether it's fruits or vegetables, each color has a gift, but you have to eat them all together in order to get the maximum gifts that all those colors have. So we take a look at what they're really putting into their mouth. And are they eating all of the different colors? My hardest one is aquamarine because they come from sea vegetables. 
So other than eating sushi and eating the nori on the um, sushi, it's hard for me to get sea vegetables. But they're really, and that's where you get your iodine from. So it's important that you mix them up and you eat all the colors um, because that's when your body gets all the building blocks and you are constantly replacing cells in your body. So you, it might take you longer to get results depending upon how leaky your gut is when you start. You got to get your gut to heal first in order to lower your inflammation. And you do that by eliminating the stress and eliminating the sugar and eliminating the toxins. And that can be a process, but just by eating right, you can start to feel the beginnings of feeling better. So it's, it's, I'm not talking about a short-term project. I'm talking about changing the way you eat for the rest of your life. So if somebody understands that's what we're doing together, we have much better success. They're not looking for the big wins up front. They're looking for the big wins down the line in their health. And they all get to that point, but they have a different timeline that from each other. Does that make sense? Yeah, I got you. So what, what is the name of your, uh, your books? You said there's two of them. What are they? The first one is It Feels Good to Feel Good, Learn to Eliminate Toxins, Reduce Inflammation, and Feel Great Again. That one has won 13 awards. And what I share is where did I find the toxins? What were they and what did I replace them with? Because as I began to run into people everywhere who had the same symptoms as I did and were as frustrated as I was when I started, I wanted to give them a running start. Whether you end up choosing the products that I chose or not, at least it gives you a place to start. And it's a huge reference book. I have a big index in the back of who to follow. There's all kinds of important health information in that book. The book I just finished is okay, fine. I eliminated all these toxins in my immediate life, but I don't live an isolated life. I wanna go out to dinner with friends. I wanna go to people's houses for dinner. Um, I'm only married five years and I met him because I wanted someone who would go on a get well journey with me. And so he applied. Um, we've cool. been married five years, but we've been to Europe twice. How do I do that without eating all the crud that's readily available when you're out of your house? So the book is about everything I've learned about not eating processed food and fast food, even if everyone else around me is. And what do I do? How do I call the restaurant ahead of time? I have a business card with all my sensitivities on it. So even though I've already talked to the chef before I go out to eat in a restaurant, I give the waiter my card and send them to the kitchen. And I said, they know I'm coming, but make sure that they can feed me because these are the things I have to avoid. I actually have restaurants who keep it on file because most people don't come in and, and be that prepared. So they go back and forth and back and forth to the kitchen. Going, Oops, I forgot to tell you, I can't eat this. So I have that for when I, when I eat out. I did it in French when we went to France and the people we were traveling with said the French are arrogant. There's no way they're going to cook around your sensitivities. First Ooh. restaurant, he came over, he patted me on the shoulder. He said, Madame, I make you something fabulous. I'm so sorry you have to deal with this. I eat better than everybody else on the whole trip because they cook with real ingredients. So there's ways to live life and stay away from the standard American diet, which is what I do. But I also talk about what I Very use cool. for ants and for spiders. You know, I don't use Raid because my body can't handle that stuff anymore. And I did four chapters for kids, 
how to raise children to be healthy because I'm scared that 53% of them are already sick. And then I added four chapters on our pets because while I was busy researching for myself, I lost all four of my kitties. And I always had kitties that lived into their 20s. Well, these guys died at 12, 14, and 16. And I wasn't thinking about the fact that their food had also changed. And they were eating genetically modified food and different ingredients. So I did a lot of research so that people can be good custodians and guardians of their fur babies. So it's a pretty comprehensive book about how to live low toxin when you're not just isolated controlling your home environment. That's great. And are the books available on Amazon and Kindle and Audible or where do you get them? Yep. The first book is not on Audible, but it is on Kindle and it is on Amazon. And the second book will be published sometime in the next 30 days. I'm in the process of formatting it now. So it won't be too long and it will be available as well. Okay, Sherilyn, if people want to get coaching from you or have you speak, what's the best way for them to uh, get in touch then? Okay, I am Cheryl M. Health Muse. That's Cheryl with a C, M like Mary, and then Health, and then Muse, which you can remember because I want to inspire you to have a healthier life. Then you put that com on it, you go to my website, and it's very robust with great health information, so go noodle around. If you take Cheryl on Health Muse and do it at gmail.com, you can email me, and I will try to help you no matter what. If you have a hard time implementing it on your own and you need accountability, that's when you hire me as your coach. And I'm worth it because I can keep you on track. And we can do it by Zoom or we can do it face-to-face in Monrovia, California in my office when we get out of this period of time where we can actually not socially distance. But right now I'm doing a lot of coaching right over Zoom and it's working fine. So I really just want to help people. That's my whole thing. I have a Facebook group that's private called Feeling Good, Living Low Toxin. I would love to have your listeners come join us there. It's a very lovely, supportive group of people. And it's people with chronic illness and it's people with children. It's a whole mix of people who just want to be healthy. And we want to be caring towards each other, especially now. Okay, very good. And the uh, last question. So the the Facebook group, um, how would people get an invite to it? All you have to do is go to it and um, you answer three questions and then I let you in. And then you're a member, and we welcome you. Okay. Okay. And well, it's very good with well, Cheryl. That's great. Well, Cheryl, thanks for coming, and I appreciate uh, you know all your advice. So thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, Richard. I love being here. I appreciate it. You've been listening to the Finding Genius Podcast with Richard Jacobs. If you like what you hear, be sure to review and subscribe to the Finding Genius Podcast on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. And want to be smarter than everybody else? Become a premium member at FindingGeniusPodcast.com. This podcast is for information only. No advice of any kind is being given. Any action you take or don't take as a result of listening is your sole responsibility. Consult professionals when advice is needed.